Welcome to Gross Anatomy. Are we live? We're live, Dr. Cohen. We're live, Lauren? Yes, we're live. On we're Gross live Anatomy. with Gross Anatomy? Podcast. Where? What do we do? We explore the sights, smells, sounds of medicine and how it pertains to pop culture, movies, TV, books, the world around us. Last week, we had Amen. a director interview, so you never know who's yeah. going to pop up on this podcast. But today, One never knows. You and me. Today, it's just the two co-hosts, mm-hmm. Lauren Taylor and Jason Cohen. Right. And we have- And there you go. And you're in a new room, I noticed. <laughs> in your you're in a different room, and you have a plant. <laughs> and yeah. that, we still haven't. We promised that we would- we posted on our IG, we wanted to know what our audience's favorite um, medical TV sitcom was. Yeah, we got some good stuff there. Yes. So overwhelmingly, people like Scrubs, which I think I've only seen like maybe 10 episodes of and I thought were funny, but I've never seen like a full season. What and I've never seen, there? and I've never seen an entire episode. I've only seen bits and pieces of episodes. So it really surprised me that that was considered, that was a big favorite of most people, of a lot of people. Maybe you have to start it, like, you know how some shows you can't just, like, watch a half episode. Yeah. You have to start from the beginning to really get it. Es un posible. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. we'll see. So, in our medical TV sitcom question, another thing that came up, people did like St. Elsewhere. You got some love for that. I got right. some love for my favorite, ER. And then there was... Right. This show I never heard of, Quincy. Do you know that show? Yeah, yeah. That that for me, there were the two. Those two. There were two shows that were very important to me as a kid that made me interested in medicine. And one was Staying Elsewhere, and the other one was Quincy. So, well, maybe Jack Klugman. I just didn't remember. Yeah, and so I knew him from like the Odd, odd Couple. Yes. Which weird side note? I went to Wikipedia to look him up. Um, he is deceased, and then I looked up the other half of the Odd Couple, Tony Randall. Do you know when he was seventy-five years old, he married a twenty-five-year-old, and he had a baby, two kids, and then he died yeah. seven years later, which stinks that those kids don't have a dad. Although they're probably taken care of financially, they are, and it's uh, to each their own. I just. I was like, I had no idea. I was like, wow. No, I do. I think that's very odd and peculiar and maybe... Maybe a little gross for gross anatomy. A little gross too. A little gross too. But at least he could financially, you know, provide and leaves them not impoverished and probably way better than that. True. And and apparently he was married before for like 50 years to the same woman. So, I mean, he doesn't seem like a, you know... And then he married her daughter. Yeah, I know. Her granddaughter. Her granddaughter, I know. It's kind of crazy. And actually, since we're jumping all over the place, how about we, we, in fact, I know it's on our list of shows to even discuss, Ozark. Ozark. How about the the relationships in Ozark in the new, in the most recent season is kind of equally gross, but this time it's an older woman with a younger man. And that's same age difference. Like she's definitely old enough to be his grandmother. And you don't usually see that. You usually see a, an older man with a younger woman, and it's funny watching it the other way. Right. No, that is definitely a new uh, new storyline I haven't seen. So it's interesting. Yeah. But yeah. the Ozarks, yeah, that, the Emmy noms came out, and they got a lot of nominations, which I yeah. guess will be held virtually, which is Probably. Lame. And then back to Quincy. So Quincy, 
I totally, it was about a, a doctor who was a coroner, a medical examiner, a pathologist. Okay. okay. So, but he had this like sexy career, you know, he would be like out and about, you know, solving the crimes. How did someone die? Um, and it made it seem like being a pathologist or a coroner was the coolest thing in the world. So for a little while, I thought I wanted to be a coroner because it seemed so so cool. You got to be a detective, you got to be a doctor. And then he had like a lot of beautiful girls around all the time. So, I mean, it seemed wonderful. Yeah. Uh, yeah. When you're explaining that show, it does seem interesting. I feel like I haven't seen that show. I used to watch Six Feet Under, which was about a funeral family, but yeah, they weren't doctors. Right. No, they were. What? What's funeral the for parlor that? home? Undertakers. Home? Undertakers. Undertakers. Oh, yeah. But there's a fancy word for it, but I don't even know. I forget what it is. But and then the other show that people mentioned that I loved and forgot to discuss, but wasn't as into, was Northern Exposure. I know. I was going to say that. I forgot about that one, too, because I just don't think of it as a medical show. But he's a doctor. He's a yeah. doctor from New York, like you. Right. And he's got the curly hair like you. And, yeah, right. that show is, uh, it's really good. I think it loses it was, something mo- like the last season, like most shows, but it is really right. good. You know, and there was talk at one point that they were going to remake it or have a or have like a follow up to it. Um, but I love that c- character, Rob Morrow. His name was Fleischman. Yeah. And when I was in med school, some people actually would call me Fleischman. That's funny. Um, you know, because I had that Jew doctor thing going. Mm-hmm. So, no, that is yeah. a that is a quirky, interesting show. Yeah, and I took it as a compliment that they called me Fleischman. I yeah I would I hope they do reboot it because not many shows are like set in an Alaska type environment so yeah it was fun. fun yeah something different than New York and it was it was kind of a little similar to that movie with Michael J Fox called Doc Hollywood remember that one mm, I feel like I've seen it but I don't remember it it's a similar thing he he thought he was going to be a plastic surgeon to in Hollywood and I think he wound up. Um, where he was really going was in the middle of nowhere to be a doctor. And it's uh, a similar kind of premise. It was a movie. It was a cute movie, actually. With Michael J. Fox. Okay, yeah. A zillion years ago. Definitely like that premise. And then one, one, some people, I think there were a few people that said their favorite show was uh, Chicago Hope, which we've never talked about because I guess I've never seen it. You haven't either? No, I loved it. I watched that show a lot, too. That show and ER came out at the same time. And obviously, ER kicked butt. Chicago Hope kind of, uh, right? It was, yeah, it was ER, yeah. And Chicago Hope was kind of battling with it, battling back and forth. And then it died uh, after a while. And ER obviously just blew it out of the water. But right, the, well, the best part, yeah. What is the different main difference between Chicago Hope and ER? They're both set in Chicago. So ER was about life in the emergency room and, and it was very soap opera-y and sexy, you know, and, and mm-hmm. all of that. And young, younger. And Chicago Hope was about surgeons and about the hierarchy of surgery and more senior surgeons and junior surgeons. And so it was a more of a surgery show and a little, and a little more plot driven. They were both plot driven, but a little a little more character-based, and Mandy Patinkin was the star of that show, who right. I love. Right, um, I did look it up, and then he left. I guess he won an Emmy and left to spend time with his family, which 
right. seem like a lie. It sounded like he really spent decided mm-hmm. to spend time with his family. Not like when politicians decide to spend time with their family. Right. And and the other was Alan Arkin. And no, Adam Arkin. Alan Arkin's son. Yes. Was the author on Chicago. And he's also in Northern Exposure. Plays a really like weird character. In Adam Arkin. Yeah. The son. You not look the it dad. up on YouTube. It's a really interesting character that comes. He's in like quite a few episodes. I do remember. I don't remember that. That yeah. I don't remember. So but that was a fun. That was. I love Chicago Hope because I loved how quirky the Mandy Patinkin character was. I love the fact that he sang in the OR and they tolerated it because I like to sing in the OR. So I kind of, I kind of, you know, channel my Mandy Patinkin in Chicago Hope a little bit because I, I really do like to sing in the OR. And most of the, it's funny. I don't know if we've ever talked about this. Um, my wife and kids hate it when I sing at home. They don't, they, I could barely ever sing in the OR at the hospital. For the most part, they let me sing and they even say, Oh, you have a decent voice and all of that and whatever. Um, except for one nurse, there's this one OR nurse who's been here for years where I work, who tells me I'm awful and won't let me sing. And she's the (laughs) only one in the OR. So I hate working with her because she won't let me sing. And I feel like I'm at home because they won't yeah. let me sing. Aw, maybe yeah. someday. And you know what's interesting about, about, I'm pretty shy, believe it or not, and not someone who's able to just get up in front of people and sing, but something about wearing a mask and being uh-huh. in the OR mm-hmm. makes me a little less fearful and I'm willing to sing, which is weird. So I wonder now in quarantine days, maybe I would be willing to get up on stage with a mask. I've never seen the masked singer, but you think that makes them better singers? Because they're uh, more confident? It's possible. It's possible. I've watched a little bit of that. I, I, not that into it, but who knows? I'm, I'm bad at calling TV hits. I thought that was going to be a failure, but people seem to like it. People seem to like it. Um, all right. So that, that's what we got from the feedback from our... Instagram question. And that was fun. We need to do that more. I know. I agree. So we haven't gotten into any of our pet peeves about what's been going on lately, but you had a few. You had a few that have been going on with like the masks and stuff. Tell me what you're seeing. What's bothering you? Yeah. So today, today I wanted one of part of our episode to be our PPP episode, Mm -hmm. the pet peeve podcast episode, pet peeve podcast, pet could you say it fast three times? Pet peeve podcast. Pet peeve podcast. <laughs> I can't. Yeah, you really can't. And there you go. So, yeah. So, you know, I try to do my walk run late. Now it's actually become a bit of a jog trot um, uh, in the morning. And so one thing that sometimes bugs me uh, that I noticed, you know, as I'm doing my walk run. Well, this isn't so much a, po- a pet peeve, but it intrigues me people who wear their masks so the whole mask thing you know we got to do it i get it but the people who wear their masks when they're around no one especially like in their cars and no one's in the car i i don't i'm trying to figure it out I, i i don't know why people are wearing their masks in the car it might be that the only reason i could think of that i would be okay with is They've been worried that they've been touching too many things 
-hmm. and they don't want to take their mask off until they get home to wash their hands. If that's the case, I'm okay with it. Right. But I doubt that's the case. No, because I, I don't know. I feel like most people have hand sanitizer in their car everywhere. I right. mean, as soon as I get in the car, I hand sanitize and I take my mask off. Like, I don't mm -hmm. like having it on. You're used to it. I'm right. not used to it. Right. So that's, so that's one pet peeve of mine is, is people wearing their, seeing people in their cars in their masks. Yeah. And I don't know why. It just, it, I just don't, it just is funny. Do you have any masks? Pet peeves? I don't. I mean, I see in the news like people fighting about not wearing them, wearing them, but I've never seen yeah. that personally. Well, that's. That, I'll tell you the truth. That's a little bit of a, a thing that bothers me too, and I, and I hope it's not political. Is is people attacking other people for their mask wearing? Now, I a hundred percent. If you're in a crowd with people, you need a mask. Mm -hmm. But if you're like walking alone on the street at six in the morning and there's no one around for blocks and blocks, you really don't need to have your mask on right. until until you're near people. But yet I think people will like from across a route across the street, say, will get angry when they see someone 50 feet away, not wearing a mask. Right. That bothers me a little. I know. Well, we've, so my husband and I walk usually every night, but we're never around people. So we don't wear a mask, but we've right. never been yelled at. I mean, if we see someone, right. we cross to the other side of the street. Right. Which I think is great. So, and often like I'll walk around with my mask down around my, my chin. And if, if I come at all close near anyone, boop, the mask is up and then. Yeah. I mean, that's the right thing to do. That's what I should say. I think so. And it's more about cur courtesy to other people. I think, you know, it's about just being courteous. If you're near other people, either walk away from them or put your mask on. Mm -hmm. And, and I, I think it's more about courtesy, but I, I don't know. The other thing that's funny that that's a little bit of a pet peeve is the people who are gloved and masked mm -hmm. and they're gloved and they're touching their face and touching things and then touching their face and touching things. They don't understand that the gloves are going to spread germs and yep. diseases just as much, if not more. And that, it's not a pet peeve, but that cracks me up. The people with the gloves who are touching everything and yeah. fixing their masks with their gloves. You're like, that's it's probably worse than a bare hand, I think. Yeah, agreed. Because you think about like your bare hands more. They think they're like being protective and they're spreading germs. Yeah, I don't, I don't wear the gloves. I mm. still think at the end of the day, it's about hand washing, courtesy, if you're not feeling well, you stay away. Mm -hmm. And if you're in a crowd, you put your mask on. Although the truth is, I think if you're, if you're healthy and you're staying 10 feet away from people, it probably doesn't matter. Yeah. Well, what is the hospital cases? I mean, are you seeing anything different? Status quo? Like, not more cases? It's definitely not on the rise. I think it's kind of leveling off, leveled off. Although I haven't looked lately and, and I've just been so busy doing surgery. So I, I have to... I have to relook to see where the numbers are at, but I, I don't think it's gone crazy, as crazy up as we thought. It definitely bumped up, right. but it, did, it hasn't gone as crazy up, which is great. I know. I feel like yeah. LA gets a bad rap, but I feel like everyone's doing their part that I see in LA. I don't know what's happening. I think so too. Other pet peeves, you know, my, we, my wife loves to hike and I like to hike too. She loves to hike even more. So we go hiking a lot. Mm -hmm. And one thing that really disturbs me is seeing a ba a plastic bag of poop uh, in the woods. What? Like, why did you collect the poop 
in a bag and then leave it. Like human poop or dog poop? Dog poop, but in a bag in the wild. Like what, and don't leave it as trash. I mean, okay, if you're going to collect your dog poop in a bag, go throw it away. But otherwise, let them poop in the woods. Yeah, because then you're just plastic. It's bad for animals. That's terrible. Exactly. And almost so, every hike we go on, almost every time we go on a hike, there's a plastic bag of poop in the woods, wherever we're hiking. What? That is crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. It's yeah, really I don't ridiculous. like that. Don't Just like it. when I go to the beach and I see people leave their plastic, I get so mad. That's right. Uh, but the other thing I, that bothers me is, especially the people who are great maskers and protectors, who then leave their mask trash or their gloves or their masks. I hate seeing that laying out in the back. Oh, that really that, bothers me. I haven't seen that, but that would really irritate me. That's just gross. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's disturbing. It's okay. You're masking, but you're going to destroy the world. So did you look at um, any of the Emmy nominations? Do you care about the Emmys? No. Uh, I don't not care, but I, I didn't, I only looked at two seconds when I looked at your email. You sent well, me. What I do you got? This, the show Tell that got, got them. The most is HBO's Watchmen, but you didn't watch it, did you? No, but it's on my list of shows to watch. I de- because we discussed that yeah. as an interesting story. So, yes. And the first few episodes are a little slow, and you're like, where is this going? But just stay with it, because it, it really is good. So you liked it? Mm-hmm. I thought it okay, was- I got to watch it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, because Damon Lindelof is just a genius, so it's, it's worth it. I, li- I like him. Yeah. 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 Um, and then Miss Maisel got a lot, which I didn't love the third season as much. I loved it. I you loved did, it. You, that's like your favorite. I'm a big fan. Mm-hmm. For me, I'm a huge fan because I love the New York feel and I love that time. And I love the, it's very, it's, for me, it's very nostalgic. That's why I really like it. It reminds me of, of you know, a, of a time that the, I didn't really get to experience, but I think my parents did. So that, that's what I love about it. Then, oh, you still haven't watched Shit's Creek, have you? No, I have not watched, watch your language though. No, I haven't. <laughs> oh, but I did start, why, was that nominated for a lot of things? Um, like all the acting categories, but it, it's like, I think you and your family would like it. Like, I think it's a show you could watch together. Yeah, it's on my list of shows. It, it gets really nice reviews and I like all the actors mm. and it's cool that it's the, the son of, Eugene Levy yeah, wrote the show. I think that's kind of cool and fun. Um, you know what we did start watching that we didn't we didn't preface in our prep? We started watching Dave based on Brett Ratner's recommendation. Oh, so yes. I, 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 I forgot to tell it. you. I need to watch the pilot. I didn't watch it. Did you watch we more watched, than one episode? Yeah, yeah. The pilot, we were kind of like, eh. But I'm kind of getting, I'm more into it than my wife is, but I, I definitely, and it's, we definitely should make an episode talking about that because of the, what, what the main character has, which is hypospadias. It's, it's interesting. And, and the guy is brave, um, okay. but it's fun. Wasn't there something else we were going to watch? What did I forget? Well, we, wa- we, we, my wife and I watched Euphoria. Oh, yes. Tell us about Euphoria. I don't even want to talk about Euphoria. I mean, oh, it was really? great acting. The, the all the actors were amazing. Judd Apatow's daughter's in it. Um, she's and Leslie Mann and Judd Apatow's daughter's in it. But the acting was amazing. The directing was amazing. It's kind of like the Joker, you know, the movie Joker. Mm-hmm. Um, 
great, everything executed really well. Although I did like Euphoria better than I like Joker. Um, but, but same kind of thing. It just left me feeling scared and, and disturbed, especially since I have kids that age. You know, it was hard. It, it, it was scary to watch. And it's about drug addiction and depression um, and, and deviant sex and stuff. And it, it, it was hard. It was hard. It was hard to watch, you know, with three, having three daughters of all in that age range. It, it, although it was really well done. It was really well, well done. I'm going to be honest. It never seemed like a show that I was going to be interested in. So yeah. I'm probably not going to watch it now. Yeah. Well, it, it, I it's need so a, well I done. I more upbeat shows in my life right now. Right. Exactly. But it was so well done. It's worth, it's worth watching. So I believe well you. I mean, she... The lead actress, how do you say it? Zendaya? Zendaya. Zendaya or Zendaya. She was great. She, she was great. She definitely, she definitely went from being a kid's, kid's actor, you know, a child star to, to being a superstar. She was fantastic. I, I love her. Okay. All right. Well, well I would have um, liked, liked some happily ever after. Or at least yes. kind of. I'll set up for kind of happy, you know. I know. I like, I love the Joker and I'm, I, used to just be into like darker movies, but uh, lately I just can't, I can't handle it. I don't no, think it has anything to do with COVID. I just like want to see a happy ending. Just like you're saying. Yeah. I don't think yeah. that's wrong. Like Big Mouth. That got nominated for animated series. Cool. Yeah, that was fun. I can't wait for that to come out. The only th- other thing you mentioned that you're watching is Palm Springs on uh, Hulu. Yeah. That was a fun movie. You watched it too, right? Yeah. Yeah, I did watch it, but it was like I may I had a few drinks, so maybe I wasn't like really watching it. <laughs> so, th- so that made it better, or made it worse, or made it neutral? I think it made it neutral. Sometimes it mm-hmm. takes more than one viewing for me to really know how I feel about a movie. Right. Yeah, but you wouldn't watch that movie twice. I wouldn't. So I guess I'll just right. it neutral. <laughs> exactly. That's, that is a good point. I th- but I thought it was a cute take on Groundhog Day. Yeah, I guess I'm just like the biggest Bill Murray fan and uh, any, any kind of take on anything he's done, I'm not as interested in. So that could be it too. Well, what's, what's your favorite Bill, Bill Murray movie? I really like, what about Bob? I love Groundhog Day, obviously Ghostbusters. I love Rushmore. I love Life Aquatic. Those are probably my tops. Stripes. What about Stripes? Stripes is great. Uh, I mean, I just love everything he's, he does. Yeah. And let me think, any other, any other medical stuff? I was trying to think of gross. The other night at dinner, we've already talked about the story of the lady with the maggots in her ear, but I told my, my wife and kids at dinner, I, I guess I hadn't told them, and, and I made sure to tell them after dinner. And that, it's always fun to tell that story of the woman with the <laughs> giant ear tumor and the maggots. I love the reactions I get every yeah. time I tell that story. It's great. But you don't have any photos to go with it, do you? Like you were going to make a coffee table book, but we need a photo. I know. And I still, and I still think that would be really great. And, and maybe we could have like a coffee table book. What's that? A gross yeah. anatomy coffee table book. The gross anatomy coffee table book. I agree. And it could start, the very first picture could be your plant in the background. There. <laughs> it's so happy and healthy. Yeah. It's a ve- is that a real plant? It's a real plant. Wow, it looks very, it's thriving there in the, in the dark corner over there. Yep. Wow, you have a green thumb. Thanks. Yeah, not according to my, the roses I just planted, but thanks. What um, else? So, what else is going on is that the NBA is going on. The bubble seems to be working. 
that we oh, have. Let me talk about one other, uh, not a pet peeve, and we've kind of talked about it a little bit, the whole sports thing and the fact that sports is canceled, right? Uh, college football is canceled. Um, and, you know, I'm not really a sports guy. You know, as a kid, I played hockey, but, but I'm not really a big sports fan. I'm not an anti-sports guy, but I'm not a sports fan. And I don't understand why they're canceling seasons of sport. Well, maybe college, but I definitely don't understand why they're not going full on pro sports. I really don't understand. Well, I guess it's like, uh, I think it was the Marlins, the Florida Marlins, like they started baseball back up and they all got COVID. So it's like, I don't know, but they keep playing. So I guess they're just going to play through it. I don't know. Right. So just that's my feeling is, I think if we're going to pay these athletes, so is it a pet peeve of mine? I don't know. But my feeling is if we pay these athletes so much money, they should play. You know? I mean, the NBA feels the same way, so they're playing. Right. But, but like, the concern shouldn't be are they going to get COVID. They should be put off in their own housing. If If they want to play and get paid, just quarantine them all together till the season is done, let them play. And then when the season is over, they go back to their families. I know. I guess it's, I don't, yeah. I feel like if I was even like at the low end of like an athlete getting a million dollars a year, I love my husband, but I could leave him for six months to get a million dollars, you know, like to play, to fulfill my dream of like what I've wanted to do and get paid a lot of money. So I don't exactly. really feel like that bad when they have to leave their families. I'm like, mm, so what? Yeah, you're getting paid a lot of money to do this. Yeah, exactly. But I don't know. So, maybe that's a cold-hearted view. But the NBA, I guess, is working too because they're like, they only had a few games before playoffs. So not right. every team had to go. And baseball's, I don't know what they're doing now. Nobody knows. Nobody knows. I didn't even know they canceled college football. Yeah, I think so. Or some of it. Although, I don't know enough about that. <laughs> <laughs> That's our talk. So is that our gross anatomy? That's our gross anatomy podcast. So listeners, we want to hear from you. Tell us what you'd like us to talk about. Tell us uh, shows, movies we might have missed, books we might have missed, anything you think is interesting, health topics, wellness topics. Let us know. Yes. And don't forget to really listen to Brent Ratner's podcast. That, That last, you know, one third of it is unbelievable in terms of advice, uh, to people of all ages in terms of um, career advice. It's, it's really amazing, right on, motivational pep. It's like there the you last go. 14 minutes. You guys should listen. Is that it? Just yeah. 14 minutes of amazingness? No, I mean, the episode's like 55 minutes. Yeah. But I'm saying no, if but you only have 14 minutes. minutes, just listen to the end of the show to get some um, good career advice. And there you go. All right. Bye. Bye. That's it for this week. Thanks for listening to Gross Anatomy and be sure to subscribe to our podcast so you can check out more episodes on the evolving sights, smells, and sounds of medicine. Gross Anatomy is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified health provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition.